0: to the Lean Expert Secrets Podcast, where people just like you come to learn about healthy living. I wanted a place where people could come to learn healthy weight loss and lifestyle changes that promote disease prevention. My name is Deborah Spears, and this podcast will show you everything you need to know to have a healthier, natural you welcome hello 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 everyone it's Friday morning so happy to be back again talking to you we're going to pick up where we left off last week uh, and talk a little bit more about our weight loss journey and my question for you today is what do you really want to see What do you really want to see? What do you want to get done? What are some of the things that you want to get done? And how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to get healthy? How bad do you want to get fit? How bad do you want to lose the weight? Because we all know that bottom line, if it were easy, everyone would do it. It's not easy. It requires work. So let's just tell the truth. State the facts and tell the truth. There's no sprinkle dust. There's no special potion. There's nothing you can drink one time. There's no pill you can take. It requires work. So you have to really work on either making yourself accountable or finding someone to help you become accountable and do the work. You actually have to do the work. You have to learn the things that are healthy to eat and consume more of those And stop with the things that are not healthy consume less of those and we know it takes at least 60 days to change any habit to create a new habit good or bad takes 60 days so it takes time too so you're not going to just over the night stop eating whatever it is that you're eating that that's not good for you it takes work it takes a commitment sometimes you need a buddy and you are all individuals, we are all individuals. Your story is not my story. Your reason for wherever you are in your life right now is totally different. If you're carrying extra weight, if you have, ex- if you eat differently because of a lifestyle or because of an experience you had, good or bad or indifferent, we're all different. So you have to figure out what's going on with you, what you really want and how bad do you really want it. If you really want it bad enough, Anything is possible. You can make it happen. You can lose the weight. If you're pre-diabetic, you can reverse diabetes, pre-diabetes before you actually are a diabetic. If you find out what your numbers are and you're in that pre-diabetic state, you can change that. So it's very important. I want everybody, anybody that's, that thinks they might be in that pre-diabetic state, go back and try to find the earlier episode I did Uh, a while back, I think it was episode four maybe, uh, about uh, preventing type 2 diabetes. Very important, that episode was a a very important message to people who want to prevent diabetes. Diabetes is absolutely preventable. We are not doomed to be a diabetic just because someone else in our family was a diabetic. That is 99% lifestyle, the foods we consume, and those are things that we can change. But you really have to want it. So this episode is all about How bad do you want it? So we're going to jump into some specifics and some things to do. But before we do, as always, I have to stop for a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Today's topic is how bad do you want it? But before we go further into detail about some of the things, items we're gonna cover today, I wanna revisit the challenge that I put out to everyone last week. And that challenge was to take one bad thing out of your diet, take one sugar, one bread, one sweets every day, something that you consume every day that you can replace it with something healthy and don't do anything else. That was the challenge last week, just take one thing out Replace it with something healthy, weigh yourself at the beginning of the week, and then weigh yourself at the end of the week while you're keeping, your, holding yourself accountable, and you're doing that every single day without fail. And then weigh yourself at the end of the week, and then journal that, message me, and let me know the outcome. If you lost weight, I really wanna hear your story. If you had a challenge and you did it for three days and then you couldn't, if you went to a party with your friends and then you you had something that had uh, sugar in it, I wanna know that too. Because this is a journey. Creating new habits does not happen overnight. It takes at least 60 days to create a new habit. And when you're breaking a bad habit and trying to create a new habit to replace that, it could take even longer. So here's the thing. What you really want has to be, you have to, it has to be in your soul. This is really what I want. I, in your, inside, in, from the inside out, this is really what I want. It cannot be just a, well, I'll just try it. There's no special pill to take for that. As I said before, there's not, there's nothing to drink that's gonna make you permanently lose weight. You can watch all of the celebrities and everybody else that you've seen on all these diets Very famous celebrities, very, very famous celebrities have used very, very expensive weight loss programs and they're still not thin. This is something that has to be internal. It has to be in you. You have to make the decision to make the lifestyle changes and create new habits. Creating new habits and lifestyle changes is not a diet. Creating new habits and lifestyle changes is not a diet. It is a lifestyle. That's what I want to talk about today. I'm going to suggest we go through some steps. In addition to the challenge that we did last week, if you did that challenge last week and you had success, that should motivate you to take that challenge to the next level because we're growing. If you did that challenge last week, even if you just saw one pound loss, if you did that challenge last week and you saw a one or a two pound loss, elevate it, step up. This week, do the same challenge. Every sugar item that you took out of your diet for every day of that week, or even if you did it three days and you messed up four days, let's do it again. It's a journey. It's a lifestyle change. But I, w- I want to talk more about how we get here because it really is a mindset that we have to have this determination and change. Some people don't get there until they're really sick. Some people have to now have a history of medical problems that are all related to lifestyle and what you eat before they make a change. But you have the opportunity, particularly if you are in a pre-diabetic state, To make that change that is going to stay with you for the rest of your life. To learn new habits. So how do we learn new habits? We learn them with baby steps. It's not an overnight thing. The first thing is your mind. So what I like to do is the first thing in the morning when I get up, I just like to have a a little bit of a me time. where Where it's just quiet. It can be five minutes. I know you hear a lot on on social media and things about all these um, long meditations and people in yoga positions for long. If you just have some time with yourself in your own bedroom or somewhere in your car before you drive to work. Five minutes where you're just in you. It's just all about you. Just sit quietly and relax your mind. Five minutes. Every day. Then... The next thing is have a plan for everything you're going to eat for that day. Have a plan. No more taking it by chance. No more fixing different things in the morning, whatever's quick. No more Pop-Tarts. No more easy things that you can pop in your mouth while you're running out of the door. You, You need to plan what you're going to eat. It does not have to be something difficult to prepare. It just has to be planned so that there's no added sugar and things that are not good for you that you don't know about because you're in such a rush that you haven't read the label. So you're going to plan your meals for the day. You're going to plan your meals. And you're going to plan your physical activity. You're going to plan how much exercise you're going to get. If you're somebody that does not get enough exercise Go get yourself one of those little Fitbit things and put it on your wrist and and see if you cover uh, 10,000 steps in one day. And if you don't, make it a point at the end of the day to do something so that you get those 10,000 steps in. Plan your meals. Easy, simple, or however you want to do it, but plan your meals. If you're a crock-pot person, that's fine. If you're somebody that buys things that are already conveniently prepared, Make sure you find the things that are not heavy in sugar. Read the labels. Plan your meals. And leave the sugary drinks off. No sugary drinks added to any of your meals. Then you want to prioritize your day. Figure out what you have to do every day. but Make sure you have something in your day that is pleasing to you. In other words, you don't want to have an entirely stressful day. Because stressful people overeat. I said, stressful people overeat. They eat when they're in stress. And if you have some time where there's laughter, or where there's something funny going on, or where there's some joy or something that gives you pleasure, you're usually not thinking about eating. Then you want to do that every day. That You want to work on that, making yourself do it, until it becomes a ritual. So it's like, this is now my norm. Just like brushing your teeth. This is now my norm. It's like combing your hair. This is now my norm. That means that five minutes of meditation, that meal planning, that thinking about what I'm going to eat every day, that making sure I have something that's going to give me some physical activity, whether it's parking your car far from your office, far from the supermarket, planning to take a walk at lunchtime, or how about a walk during a meeting? If you're having a meeting with just one or two others, And your building is located somewhere where you can go out and take a walk. Even if you can't go outside, you can get up from your desk, your office, your cubicle, wherever you sit, and walk around on the inside of the building. Plan to avoid the cafeterias if you have cafeterias in your building because they generally have foods that sell. They're not putting food in the cafeteria for you to become healthy. They're putting food in the cafeteria that sell. And what usually sells is sugar and salt because they are addictive substances. And I have another episode if you want to go back further and talk. In a way, I talk about the addictive substance, which is sugar, and it really does make you want more of it when you consume it. So if you have time to go back and revisit that, uh, I highly recommend that. But the other thing is, once your day is done, you know you have some family time. That's important. Your socialization. But make sure you don't overstress yourself and overwork yourself so that you're not getting enough rest. So I know a lot of businesses and a lot of offices and things They talk about people who, you know, they stay up all night working on projects. Look at those people. I tell people to watch what they do. If you see people that are, that are not healthy, watch what they do and don't do that. You know, people think I'm like joking when I say it. There's a little bit of maybe humor in it, but I'm serious about it. If you have people that are unhealthy in your office, what do they go to the cafeteria and get every day? What are some of the foods that they try to share with you? Here, here, Debra, try this. I've been there, I know. You want to make sure you get enough rest every night. So you want time to wind down after you've done everything and make sure you get enough rest every night. In the beginning, these are things that you just have to have a list and say, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it because I want this. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? And then after months go by, it'll be habit. But in the beginning, it's all about how bad do you want it? Make yourself accountable. Avoid the people who are not good for you. There are people who will sabotage you and they do not want you to lose weight or get healthy because they're not. Whether it's conscious or not, there are people that that are like that, and you have to be aware of that. If they're always putting something in front of you, the person that brings the cheesecake to work every week, yeah, you're going to have to, how bad do you want it? It's not easy. If it were easy, they would all do it. If you could eat cheesecake and still be lean, they would all do it, and everybody knows you can't. You can't on a regular basis. You can't do those things. This is not easy. It's all about how bad do you want it. So this week's challenge is to do those things that I listed in addition to last week's challenge. So this week's challenge, daily meditation or prayer, whatever your preference is, five minutes is all you need. Write out what you're going to make a meal plan, whether you make it in your head or you write it out or it's in your kitchen. If you're If you're the cook for the day and make sure it's a healthy meal plan take things with you to work so that you don't go down in the cafeteria plan to get some physical activity in each and every day doesn't have to be a lot you don't have to be an Olympian you don't have to be a gym rat it does not have to be a lot really you don't need bulging muscles to be healthy Once I I said it before, and I always say it, your fitness is measured by your health. Your fitness is measured by your health. There are so many people that you can see on social media that claim to be fit, and they have images that look like they're fit, but they're not healthy. Your fitness is measured by your health. Do those things each and every day. Plan to spend some time to get yourself emotionally healthy by finding some things to laugh about or some people that that lift you up avoid people that bring you down find people that lift you up and and here's a rub if those people are related to you still avoid people that bring you down there's nothing that says you have to be brought down just because that person is related to you 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 want to surround yourself with people that are positive People that lift you up, that make you feel good because when you're brought down and you feel bad and you feel depressed or you feel sad or you isolate yourself because of a problem, you eat because the food becomes your best friend. It's okay to avoid people and don't listen to the people that tell you that you can't do that. You absolutely can. If they're toxic, if they don't make you feel good when you're in their presence... Avoid them. This is about your health. Your emotional health affects your physical health. They're all connected. Those are the items that I suggest this week. And your sleep pattern. Keep track of it. Some of the Fitbits will monitor how many good hours of sleep you get every night. Everybody's a little bit different. But those things matter. And if you have something bothering you, that you feel like it, that's the, the reason why you eat, because something is bothering you. Find somebody that you really, really trust and have a conversation with them. It has to be someone you trust. It has to be someone that you know is not gonna turn around and share your information on social media or even just with one other coworker. But you, you have to be able to express yourself. Holding things in is not healthy. It's not good for your emotional health. And then it makes you eat things and your body becomes toxic. And bad things live in environments like that. I'll say it again. Bad things live in an environment like that. I've had an experience of working with patients for 30 years. I, bad things live in stressful environments. Every time you have a conversation with someone who's really, really sick and they give you the heart and soul, they've been carrying around a bunch of bad stuff on top of the physical illness. So those are the things that I wanted to share with you today that are very important. Go back if you have time, and revisit my episode on preventing diabetes while you're in the pre-diabetic state, knowing what your A1C is. Find out if you don't, very important. And the other one, on um, sugar is not your friend. Those are episodes that I would love for you to revisit, because they will help you out if you're just joining us. Um, Because I recorded those very early, early on. Yeah, another challenge this week. Next week, we'll revisit and see where we are. I'm looking forward. Please message me. Message me with your questions. Message me with your comments. Uh, Message me with the results of your challenge. I'm here to help. My goal is to help you reach your goal. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. And if you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe, give it a five-star review, and let me know if you have any questions. I will always respond. All you have to do is just search my name, Deborah Spears, on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook. As always, have a wonderful day. Bye.